Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, former personal trainer and nutrition specialist turned confidence coach. I am passionate about helping women unlearn and unbecome what they think they should be so they can embrace their true self and show up in life how they want to be. Join me as we look at how to find confidence with nutrition, movement, health, and body image. With that, let's go to the show. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 56. Today, we're going to be talking about body image and how you can improve yours in five minutes or less. As I was typing this, I couldn't help but think that it sounded like an infomercial. I was like, I hope people don't think I'm selling them something because it's definitely not what's happening here. But I do want to talk about body image because I feel like it's something that gets talked about a lot, but from the perspective of body love and like self-love and like just love the skin you're in. And I'm not a huge proponent of that. I know, it's crazy, right? And I'm going to tell you why in a little bit, but I want to start today by kind of opening up discussion and talking about what do we even mean when we talk about body image? So I found a definition from online, and this definition is that body image is how you see yourself when you look in the mirror or when you picture yourself in your mind. Check. It encompasses what you believe about your own appearance, including your memories, assumptions, and generalizations. It also includes how you feel about your body, including your height, shape, and weight. And it also includes how you sense and control your body as you move, how you physically experience or feel in your body. So it's a very all-encompassing definition, and I love this one. And it fits so well that body image, we can sum it up as basically your experience in your body, how you experience life through this beautiful encasing shell that holds your soul. And a lot of times we, we pick it up from our moms, mentors, teachers, aunts, other family members, sisters, and we kind of adopt these ideas, these stories, beliefs, and behaviors that either promote a positive view of body image or a not-so-positive view. My mom was, I don't want to say terrible, but it was really, body image was not her strong suit. Let's just say it that way. She always wore baggy clothes. She didn't wear a lot of makeup. And she was always trying to lose weight and diet. And so I saw her basically not exercising, working all the time, covering up her body, and not taking very good care of herself. And these were all things that I picked up. And so into my late teens, early 20s, I did the same thing. Hid behind baggy clothes. I didn't eat well. I didn't exercise. I didn't take care of myself. And I was modeling what I had seen her do because she was the only strong woman in my life at that time. And I think a lot of us have that story. We see our moms 
modeling a certain way of behaving toward your body. And maybe they even say something different, but they model the other, right? Like my mom would say, you know, don't wear horizontal stripes. They make you look wide. And she would wear horizontal stripes. And (laughs) it's, it's, I mean, that's a benign example, but a lot of that runs deep, right? We're told certain things, but the action is not what, what carries. It's not what sticks in our minds and it's not what we model. And so it can be really hard to have positive body image, to experience the world and our bodies positively, and especially in our culture. Like, I hate to be the one that's like, our stinking culture, but our stinking culture, like American culture specifically, is so hard on women. It's kind of like the mom says, don't wear horizontal stripes and does. It's kind of like that. They're like, love your body, but make sure you look like this. It's mixed messaging. What they model for us in culture is that we need to lose weight or be trying to, or trying to tone and define and shape our bodies. Your body's already shaped. (laughs) It's already there. Check. You can just check that one off because it's done. You already have the perfect body, but you're told that it's not perfect. And you're modeled that it's not perfect. And I just want to tell you that the pursuit of body perfection is one that will always, always, always leave you wanting. It will always leave you tired and exhausted and disappointed and frustrated. Because first of all, what the heck is a perfect body? I bet if we asked 20 listeners right now, we'd get 20 different answers on what the perfect body looks like. So right out there, we can toss that standard out the window. There is no standard. There isn't. So if we stop and think about that for a second, if there is no perfect body, then what are, what are you trying to change it for? Why are you trying to achieve a standard that's not even realistic. And I'm speaking mostly to people that struggle with body image issues. If you don't struggle with body image, if you look in the mirror and you're like, hey girl, you got it going on, like you've got that figured out, then this is not not speaking to you. Although I'm betting that you have friends in your life and men struggle with this too, that you have people in your life who do struggle. So make sure you're listening because this is important. Because it helps us empathize and relate and have that connection. Because it's something that is a very difficult struggle, especially if this is what you have been taught and modeled growing up. That your body needs to be different than it is. That it's unhealthy. That it's gross. That it's not the way that it should be. That your body makes you unworthy of love, of promotion, of success. These, these, again, these stories that we believe and these lies that we've been told. And I want to offer up a challenge to you because I love challenging you. I love it because it challenges me too. Because I definitely have moments too where I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay. So that's what we're working with today. Okay. But I have learned how to have that moment, let those feelings be present. And then employ the tools that I'm going to teach you 
today. And it helps so much because can it ruin your day, right? You get out of the shower and there you are all Nikes and you look in the mirror and you're just like, oh gosh. And you start, you start the criticism. You know what I'm talking about? The pinching, the squeezing, the poking, the prodding, the pulling, the tucking, the hiding, that all starts and it can ruin your day. Especially if you add weighing yourself into the mix, you get on there and you don't like the number that you see, bam, there goes your good day, right? You try to shake it off, but that, again, those beliefs are so deeply rooted that if you're not a certain weight, if you're not a certain size, if your body doesn't look a certain way, that you are less valuable, that you are less desirable. And I'm here to tell you that that is complete and utter horse pucky, okay? That is ridiculous and it's simply not true, but it's countercultural, so it's harder for us to believe. So here's the thing. You can choose to believe me or you can keep carrying on trying to overcome body image slowly and painfully, if at all. Sorry to throw it down that way, throwing down the gauntlet, because this is something that I truly believe in. And it's something that I wrestled with for years. And being on the other side of it, oh, sister, oh, sister, I just, oh, it is so incredible when you have the tools and you employ the tools and they work and you don't struggle. It doesn't ruin your day when you're like, oh, well, I wish that didn't look like that. It doesn't wreck your day. You don't weigh yourself anymore. You just focus on accepting. And you've probably heard me preach about this before, but the way to confidence is all through the process of becoming aware, aware of what you want, aware of your desires, aware of what's holding you back, aware of the stories, beliefs, and rules that you tell yourself called the shoulds, being aware of that. And once you're aware, then you can move into acceptance and you can accept where you've come from, what's been holding you back, what you want, and embrace the things that you want to carry forth into appreciation and get rid of the rest. And then you begin to practice appreciation for yourself. Appreciate the things about you. Appreciate your body. Appreciate the support that you have around you, the opportunities that you have. And then that appreciation turns into valuing and investing. And that's where you start to actually make some deposits for yourself. Practice worthiness. Practice self-care that looks like taking time for you throughout the day. Putting your needs first for a change. And that just, that yields growth. (laughs) Growth is the end prize that you walk away with. And uh, uh, growth is just, oh gosh, that's where you look in the mirror. And even if you don't like what you see, you're like, you know what? I see you. I want to be your friend. I appreciate you. Thank you, body, for carrying me through another day. That is what growth looks like. If you want more clarity on this, I have a podcast episode called The Climb of Your Life. I believe it's 53 or 54. And I go through the process that I just kind of outlined for you in greater detail with steps. If you want to check that out, there's also a video on my YouTube channel, which you can find. That is the Becoming Captivatingly Confident video on YouTube. So if you want more information on that, those are there for you. 
but I want to give you a few tips and tricks on how you can start to flip the script on negative body image. These are things that you can employ. You can pick and choose which ones you want, take them or leave them, but these are what I use with my clients and that work nine times out of 10, which is pretty good odds. So the first one is you're going to go and stand in front of a mirror and pick out three things that you like about yourself or your appearance. Three things. So instead of automatically going to criticize, I want you to stop. Take a deep breath and find three things. If you can't find three, start with two. If you can't find two, find one. If you can't find one, I want you to email me, Kim at Captivating the Confident, and we're going to talk. One thing. It can be about your body or it can be about your personality. It can be about your character. One thing that's about you. Not about your family, not about your friends, but about you specifically. And I want you to repeat this every single day. Maybe you do it first thing in the morning. Maybe you do it last thing at night. I recommend the morning because starting your day off with a little bit of positivity is the way to go. Number two, sweat. Yes, sweat it out, girl. Get some endorphins running. There is nothing like endorphins to improve your body image. Endorphins give us that nice lift, that feeling of positivity, feeling good in our bodies. And the great thing is, is it only takes like five minutes to break a sweat, maybe less, five minutes. So you could do some sprints. So instead of going for a long run, just do sprints, even if it's walking sprints. Sprints are incredible for revving metabolism. I love sprints. Always recommend those. You can use a kettlebell. I love kettlebells. I have two of them in my office. And after I've been sitting for a long time, I get up and I do some kettlebell swings. I use them in my exercise and I love it. They make you break a sweat super fast. But make sure that you watch some YouTube videos and make sure your form is spot on on those. Sorry, that's the trainer in me. Just make sure you are activating your core. Belly button in. Okay, moving on. Push-ups. Push-ups, great way to break sweat. Great way to do it. Start there. Some yoga flow. Hello, sun salutations. Those get me sweating. Sun salutations. Again, YouTube. I love yoga with Adrienne. Oh my gosh. Especially if you are new to yoga. She's incredible. She's amazing. I love her to pieces. And she's on YouTube. And then Tabata workouts. So you do exercise for like 20 seconds and then you take a 10 second rest hit it for 20 seconds 10 second rest back and forth and you can change the amount of time that you work out or you can change your rest time there's apps for that there's an app for that on your phone tabata t-a-b-a-t-a or a hit workout which is high intensity interval training i recommend this only if you are an experienced mover slash worker outer. If you have a lot of experience moving your body, I recommend these. If you are not, make sure you find like a beginner's video on YouTube or better yet, work with a trainer or make sure you have a gym buddy that knows what they're doing. Come work out with me. I'll walk you through it. I love it. Um, They are a super great way to get in fast and sweat. So those as needed. Again, it doesn't have to be going to the gym for hours. It can be in your home in five minutes. Work up a sweat. That'll boost your body image. Number three, put on a bright colored top or dress. 
A lot of you know that I did LuLaRoe for two years, and I loved it. Oh, friends, I loved it. I loved it because it was amazing to be able to help women find their confidence on the outside via putting on beautiful, bright, printed, colored, flattering clothes. I loved that. And there was so much power. And I used to get selfies every single day from customers who would be like, look, I'm wearing my so-and-so. I'm wearing this and I feel awesome. And I love that. And there's so much power in getting dressed. Don't be like me. Don't stay in your jammies until the afternoon because it's 1.30 right now and I'm still in my jammies. But Lewis was sick, so that's my excuse. But get dressed. (laughs) Put clothes on. Put cute clothes on. Avoid white and black or brown, kind of those muted colors. Find some color. Find some print. Find something that makes your eyes pop. It is incredible what that will do for you. And similarly to that, number four is put on lipstick. Yeah, put some lips on it. Everybody looks better with lipstick. I don't care who you are. Everybody looks a little bit brighter, a little bit sharper with lipstick. Put some on. Beauty Counter, which I love, 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 has like amazing lipstick. And they ban like 1,500 toxic ingredients and the U.S. only bans 30. I'm going to say it again. The U.S. bans 30 toxic ingredients from cosmetics companies. Beauty Counter bans 1,500. So that's where my money goes is to Beauty Counter makeup. I love it. They have lip gloss that's gorgeous, lipstick, lip color. Oh, it's divine. Number five, touch yourself gently. We touch our bodies thousands of times a day, especially the face. And oftentimes I see my clients touch themselves rather harshly. Like, you know, especially if they're pointing out their flaws, this is the worst, right? Maybe you do this in the mirror, like squeezing and pulling and pinching and tugging and just not being very gentle. And touching yourself gently, like just run your hand down your arm, just a light touch. Maybe give yourself a hand massage or a foot massage or a neck massage. Like touch yourself gently. Again, practicing appreciation for your body. And all of the things that it's done for you. Touch yourself. Number six is use a scented lotion, oils, or perfume. Your olfactory senses, your sense of smell, so incredibly powerful. And that's why when we're walking down the street and we get a hit of a certain scent, it can transport us back years or bring up an experience that we have memories of. Your olfactory is incredible. So using safe scents that you love. I love essential oils for this. I love using a variety of them. Like when I'm grieving, I use Console. I love that one for when I'm just feeling just wrecked and gutted. That's a great one. Uh, For moments when I feel anxious and I feel flighty, I use Balance to bring it kind of back down and for grounding. I love Serenity when I'm having trouble sleeping. I put some of that on my pillow or I'll rub it into my feet. I love it. Works every single time. And I love using elevation when I'm feeling a little bit low. Any citrus scent is incredible and mood boosting. If you want something that energizes you, don't reach for an energy drink. Reach for some like wild orange essential oils. (laughs) I swear it's a game changer. You will love it and you will thank me for it. 
And then we have number seven, which is wear some sexy underwear. Like, go get some lingerie. Go get something that makes you feel feminine, makes you feel how you want to feel. Nobody else can see it, but you know it's there. And it'll make you stand up just a little bit taller having that underneath your clothes. And then number eight is write down affirmations and post them on your mirror. Body affirming statements like, I embrace the shape I have been given. I am thankful for a body that works. I am confident. I am enough. I choose how I feel about my body. These statements are critical. Even if you don't believe them, it's okay if you don't, but you write them down anyways, and you post them anyways, and you say them because you speak your reality into being. It's the same thing as looking in the mirror and being disappointed or stepping on the scale and being sad and letting that impact your whole day. Same thing here, except positive. And it's uplifting. And these affirmation statements, if you say them enough, you speak them into being true. You speak them into truth. And it is true that you choose how you feel about your body. Feeling good about your body is something that you get to choose. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or says or does. It's up to you to determine how you feel about yourself and your appearance. It's up to you to choose how you experience the world through your body. And as you choose to accept your body and to practice appreciating it, you will have to be less and less conscious of your choices. Because at first it's like, oh, I feel like I'm choosing this all the time. But as you get better and better and better at it, and again, you're speaking that, that affirmation into being, you're less and less conscious of it. And soon it's just something that you do, something you believe without even thinking about it. And you'll find a new level of confidence that rises up inside of you as you practice this. And you choose, my friend. The responsibility is yours. This is your one and only life. Hashtag YOLO. Do you really want to spend it loathing your body and trying so hard to change your appearance? Or do you want to invest that energy into appreciation and reap the benefits of that. You have so much energy inside of you, and I'm curious how much time and emotional energy you spend on negative body image. I'm guessing it's a lot. And can you imagine for just a second if you weren't spending all that time and energy on hating your body and trying to change it? What could you do with all that? What would you do with all that extra time and energy? Just a thought. And that is what I'm going to leave you with today. I think that you are beautiful and radiant and talented and intelligent and incredible. You are. And I just oh, so badly want you to believe that for yourself too. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do is to write out some affirmations and either take a picture of them posted on your mirror or you can just take a picture of your affirmations. And I want you to post that in the confidently, captivatingly confident Facebook group. I want you to post them. 
Because what would it be like if we all started posting these affirmations and that's what filled our newsfeed? I'm just curious. So head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. You can find that on Facebook. Super easy. Just type in Captivatingly Confident Community. Bam, there it is. Come join us. Post them. Or you can post them on Instagram and tag me. Tag me on Instagram. I want to see your pictures so bad because you are amazing. All right, my friends, that's it for today. I will see you.